A chat again. Big message today. Big message today. Look at that. I love that picture right there. That's the size kid I'm talking about. That's the size kid. That or a little smaller. I want to be a kid again. That's the size kid I think that Jesus is talking about. Humbling yourself as a little child. He brought a little child and put in his midst and said, this is the greatest in the kingdom. That's what I'm talking about. Not eight, not nine, not twelve, not seventeen. No. You are God's little boy and you're God's little girl. Did you hear what I just said? It's hard to handle in our head as an adult. It's hard for us to get, come to grips with that. It's hard. But he's God and you aren't. You have to come down. You have to come down. You have to come down off of whatever hill you're hanging out on. And you've got to come down and humble yourself if you want to have the relationship with the Lord that he wants you to have. It's all about, I hear that in church. It's about the relationship. It's about the relationship. But nobody tells me how to get there. What is that? Then we try to make it up. Something spooky and goofy. Well, it, not, it must not be that hard because he said, if you humble yourself as a little child, that's what it's going to be. I'm right there. So let's talk about it. And we're, we're setting the groundwork. We're just still getting started. Today's going to be a lot of stuff. I mean, it's going to help us down the road. A kid again. We're heirs of God and we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Say that out loud. We are heirs with God and we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And you say, that's boring. You are crazy. That's part of your problem. How about you just sit up and listen to this more like a little kid who's trying to learn how to read and you're pretty happy about it. You now, little kids are just happy about it. I watched Shore yesterday. She's learning how to do this. I'll do this and she'll go that way. And she just laughs. Don't you want to be a kid again where you can receive something and instruction from the Lord and, and just be happy about it? Let's learn today. That's our title, Heirs of God, Join Heirs with Jesus. Our scriptures that we used last week are pretty, pretty solid for the whole series. For as many as are led by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, they're the sons and the daughters of God. For you've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Say it out loud with me, but you've received the what? Spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, or we cry, Daddy. That's that word. Now, the Holy Spirit Himself, Himself, bears witness with our spirit now, say it with me, that we are the what? We're the what? We're the children of God. I'm a child of God, but we act like, you know, we're grown. Well, I am grown. You're not grown to Him. You're little to Him. God's big. He, you ain't. And I ain't. We're children of God. And if we're His children, then we're what? We're heirs. We're heirs of God. We're joint heirs with Jesus. You'd think I wrote the Bible. No, I take my cues from the Bible. See that title right there? If so be that we suffer with Him, listen. Listen, you going through crap down here? A lot of us do. Listen, you're going to be glorified with Him together one day. This life is just a blip on the screen, baby. Come on. And we got something on the other side. Say this out loud. I hammered it last week into your head. Say it again. God wants me to hear and know that I am His child. Say it out loud. God wants me to hear and to know that I am His child. That's the series. That's what we're talking about. A kid again. God wants to give voice, voice, 
voice to the child inside of me, inside of my heart. He wants to speak to me. He wants me to know, Gary, Gary, I love you. You matter to me. If other people leave you, I never will, Gary. You hear me, yes or no? If other people hurt you, I never will. I'm here for you. What if I sin? I am here for you. I love you. I love you. I have a plan for you. I care for you. Amen? That's the plan. God's Spirit speaking to my spirit causes me to what? Oh my gosh. (laughs) His Spirit speaking to my spirit causes me to know that I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Now that's what I want you to hear. I want you to hear that voice. I want you to hear that still small voice. I want you to be able to live your life like that. That I belong to the Lord. He loves me. When you go to the grocery store, it's just going to be second nature that God helped you buy your groceries. When you're struggling, it's going to be second nature. I can, I can drop right now and talk to Dad about it. I need to call Dad. How many had a dad or a mom when you had trouble, you called them? Even when you were older, you still called them. You called them. You called them. I called my mother the Sunday night before she was murdered. Hey, Mama, how you doing? Good, good. You won't believe it. What? Your brother bought me a brand new truck. What? Little Toyota. She was so excited about that truck. Last time I ever talked to her. She went to church on Wednesday night, drove that little truck, went home after church. My stepdad was waiting for her and shot her six times. Nobody's going to kill my daddy. Do you understand that, yes or no? Okay? God ain't going away. Satan is not going to have any effect on my father. Got it? You may hurt me down here, but I'm going to tell you right now, nobody... It's going to ever separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. It ain't ever happening. I am right there, baby. That's my dad. And the hurt I've had here, that hurt him. Listen, it hurt him that I hurt because he's my daddy. But I'm going to tell you right now, this ain't ever changing. Got it? People want to hurt you. They want to hurt me. We do that. We shouldn't. We're horrible when we do. But the bottom line is, listen, we are secure in Jesus. It's my daddy. Ain't nobody taking that away. You hear me or not? Good stuff, man. I could, I could talk like this the rest of my life. Now, in that scripture, we saw God has what? He's adopted me. We've been adopted. You might say, Gary, what gives you the right to talk about adoption? Well, I'm a preacher. I can read the Bible. I can talk about it. But I have more rights to talk about it because of this. Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. Yeah, that's me right there with the judge. Down in Charlotte County. When I married Kim, she had two little children. That family had been hurt by the previous father real bad. He did some bad things. Got prison, went to prison for quite a while for it. And so I adopted little Danny and little Abby. So I know a little bit about adoption, but I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. I just thought you went and did it. We'll just go do it. How about we just go do it? 
And he didn't want me to do that. Judge, judge wanted to teach me something. Help me, Raj. The judge wanted to teach me something. In that courtroom, he looked at me. He said, Mr. Clark, do you understand that these children are as your own blood? I never thought about it like that. Mr. Clark, do you understand that you're responsible both legally and financially for these children? Yes, sir. Mr. Clark, do you understand that these children have equal and legal standing with your other children? And therefore, they are joint heirs of your estate? I could hardly breathe. My blood, my responsibility, my estate. Say that out loud. My blood, my responsibility, my estate. Now, guys, you need to hear me loud and clear. You need to say this right here because you're not going to have very many people ever stand before you and tell you what I'm telling you. I had to go through it to get it. Say it out loud. My blood, my responsibility, and my estate. Wow, what does that mean? Well, that has everything to do with adoption. He didn't give me 19 things. He said three things. And when he said it, and later I got to thinking about it, my goodness, that is the Bible. That is in the Word of the living God. Isn't it funny how we've drifted in this country from God? Our laws, our judges are saying things. They, they probably don't have a clue they in the Bible. So, adoption, adoption. The word literally means the placing. Can you say placing? Would you, can you say, I've been placed? One more time. I've been what? I've been placed. And who placed you? He did. It's the placing of a son or a daughter. And it's funny. I had a judge. Guess who's the judge? Guess who's the judge? God is judge. But guess who he's given all judgment to? The Bible says he's, he's given all judgment unto one person. Jesus. <laughs> That's crazy. So we've gone to the judge, buddy, and he's placed us. And as much as you want to act like you can lose your salvation and jump out of God's hand and all that, see, that's just pride, thinking you did something. You can keep your salvation. You didn't place yourself. I placed myself. No, we don't say that because it would sound goofy. Well, why don't you start talking like you believe in if you think you can keep your salvation, start taking the credit for it. Go ahead. Or how about be a kid again and realize, as a little child, I said it last week, little children can't even wipe their own butt. But we're Christians. We're big. We're strong. We can do it all. That's why we don't have a relationship with Him like we should. It's big stuff. I can't believe God did this for me. He adopted me. I can't believe it. A kid again. Heirs of God. Push me, buddy. Thank you. We are now the sons and daughters of God. Where's that in the Bible? Beloved, now we're the sons or daughters of God. It don't yet appear what we shall be, but we know this. We know this. When He appears, we're going to be what? We're going to be like Him because we're going to see Him as He is. What a powerful verse that is. I've been adopted. What does that mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? To be adopted. Well, I'm going to do like the judge did. Pretty simple. 
Y'all in my courtroom today. I'm going to tell you about your daddy. You are God's child because of his blood. You are God's child because of his blood. Where's that in the Bible? Oh, my gosh. You'd have to take a lot of your Bible and just put it in trash. If you take the blood out of the Bible. People that don't know the Bible, I've had them say this before. You don't believe in that blood and religion, blood in the Bible, do you? If I didn't, I wouldn't have a Bible. Let's look and see. As children of God, we are as God's own blood. As children of God, we are as God's own blood. We're going to go out and celebrate communion in a little bit. We're remembering we're as God's own blood. You do this in remembrance of me. Don't you do it in remembrance of the church. You're of my own blood. Where does it say that? I love this quote. The Son of God became the Son of Man so the sons and daughters of men could become the sons and daughters of God. Say that out loud with me. The Son of God became the Son of Man so the sons and daughters of man could become the sons and daughters of. That was all a plan for us to be adopted so that we could be as His blood. Am I driving you up the wall? If you'll get this, you'll learn something. It'll help you. But we see Jesus. He was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. He was crowned with glory and honor that He, by the grace of God, He should taste death for every one of us. But Christ becoming a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats, no, nor of calves or bulls, you fill in the blank. But say it with me, but by his own what? Blood! He entered in one time in the holy place, and he has now obtained eternal redemption for all of us. We have been bought with his blood. You've been adopted. Not because of your good works. Can you imagine a little child? Wouldn't that be so sad? Somebody picks a little child to adopt because they're pretty. How pathetic. God didn't pick you because you're pretty. He picked you because He loves you. He loves you. <laughs> it's crazy. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, not silver and gold, no! From your vain conversation received by the tradition of your fathers. But you've been bought with the what? Say it with me. The precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. You are as his own blood. Well, I can't be no kid again. How am I going to be a kid again? Well, you need to learn. You're as his own blood. What? Yeah. I'm as God's own blood. (laughs) I'm in the family. Somebody tells you to go to hell, say, sorry, can't. Can't. Used to could, can't now. How many has somebody tell you to go to hell recently? You have? Well, you tell them that next time. When we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the young God. See, a little kid, he ain't got no strength. little kid, he can't do for himself. This is who you and I are. We're just like the little kids. We can't do. We can't do this. We can't make this happen. All we good at is sinning. Screwing up. 
But listen, in due time, listen, Christ died for the ungodly, for Gary. For scarcely for a righteous man would one die, yet peradventure for a good man, some might even die. But what, which is what Jesus did. God committed His love toward us, and while we were yet what? Sinners. Christ died for us. But wait a minute. Because He did that, look, much more than, say it out loud, being now what? Justified by His what? You don't remain His son or daughter because of your behavior. You remain His son or daughter because of His blood. He's bought you with His blood. That's why we're crazy when we put our faith in ourselves, put it in a preacher, put it in a church. No, we put our faith in Jesus Christ and in Him alone. It's the only way. He's the way, the truth, the life. No man can come to the Father but by Him. It's ridiculous. Got it? Much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. Keep going. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more than being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom now we've received the atonement. Wow. But now in Christ Jesus, you were who sometimes far off from Him. You're now made, blood, you're now made close to Him by the what? Blood of Christ. He's our peace. He, he's, he, he's made one. He's broke down that middle wall of petition. Because of His blood, we're saved. This is the record that God has given to us, eternal life. This life is in His who? He that has a son has what? He doesn't have the son, don't have what? Do you have the son? That's the, that's the place where you become a kid again. Hmm. <laughs> I'm His. He's mine. It's permanent. It's permanent. Daddy ain't leaving me like my daddy. Or maybe that wasn't my dad, but maybe your dad. He ain't going to hurt me like I got hurt. I ain't going to have to grow up. Some of you grew up without a daddy. You ain't going to have to. He's with you. See how important this is or not? As children of God, we're of his own what? Push me, Roger. I got to fly. Hate that I got to fly like this. Number two, his responsibility. This is huge. This is huge. Did you know you are His responsibility? It's my responsibility to keep my salvation. It's my responsibility to always do everything and measure up and do everything just right. Here's the problem. You can't and you, ever, you won't ever will do it. This is what the judge told me. Those children are your responsibility. I am God's responsibility. Say that out loud even though it hurts. I am God's it's God's responsibility to take care of me. That was His choice. wasn't my choice. He chose to do that. Why don't you let Him then? Well, that don't seem right. It's because you're trying to make Him like you instead of Him becoming what you need to be like. Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs who promised the immutability of His counsel, He confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope that's set before us. God is not a liar. I will take care of you. I love you. I am with you. You are my child. You're my responsibility. 
We don't even hear preaching like that. What? It's amazing when you start to understand this, have this relationship with the Lord. You can charge hell with a water pistol. Powerful. Which hope we have as a what? An anchor. He didn't save us so we drift to and fro and act like crazy people. He saved us. Set our feet upon a rock. He's the anchor of my soul. Say that out loud. He's the anchor of my Are you responsible for the anchor? You ain't responsible. He's the anchor. You ain't. You stay hooked to Him because you are hooked to Him. It's, cr- it's crazy. Keep looking. Go ahead. I know I'm missing stuff. Look at this one. Look at this one. If we confess our sin, that word means agree. If we agree with God about our sin, look at this. He is what? He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, guys, it's God's responsibility to clean us up, to forgive us. You know what? He is your daddy. Like any good daddy will do with the young'uns. <laughs> when a child does wrong... It's really important we explain to the child what the child did. But it's really great when the kid gets it. Yes or no? But daddy never stopped loving the kid. And the little kid didn't know it. He's already forgiven by daddy. Because daddy loves him. See, it's God's responsibility to forgive because nobody else can. I don't know if you get that or not. When you confess your sins, it's more for you and a whole lot less for him. It's a whole lot less for him. (laughs) Now, he's tickled that you do it. But that don't save you. And that don't clean you up. You're saved by the blood of Christ. You're cleansed by his blood. Just because little words you utter, you think that did to washing? I said that, so I'm good now. No, it's his responsibility to forgive you, and he ain't going to go back on his word. Let your conversation be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he has said, say it with me, I will what? Well, what? Let's hurt a little bit. Let's open up some hurt right quick. How many of you were left by your mother or your father? I'm see some hands. I mean, I was left. 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 Any in the room that'd be willing to say, Pastor Gary, I was adopted. Any hands in the room? Look at these hands. Look at these hands. Look at these hands. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? A little bit. Sometimes that adoption thing didn't go too good. But it'll always go good with him. You hear me or not? You have a good daddy. I love this stuff. Keep going, Raj. We're his responsibility. How about this scripture? Quit playing just Las Vegas with God. If I do this, oh man, if I do this, he'll give me this. If I do this, he'll give me this. Would you quit being so arrogant that you think God's a puppet and you can pull his strings? That's why I have such a big time with this charismatic, name it, claim it, blab it, have it, movement. Quit acting like God. If I bring my money, I get more money by Friday. I'm going to say it, I'm going to be ugly, I'm going to say it. God loves you if you don't have a pot to piss in. Excuse my language. I know that's strong, Pastor. But I'm from the country! God shall supply all needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. 
And I found little is much when God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown and you can win it if you'll go in Jesus' name. It's not about what I do. It's about what He's done. That's a strong message, isn't it? How much better off would our children have been when we raised them? If we spent time with them telling them, you're my blood. You're my responsibility. Daddy will never leave you or forsake you. Daddy will never, you know, you don't, you don't please daddy by. I mean, it's nice. I appreciate it. But my love can't be bought or sold. Y'all hear me or not? I'm late. Now unto God and our Father be glory in what? I think a lot of times we want to do because that's what we've had to do. It only it don't seem right that God would do all this for us. But guys, I think a lot of times we do it also because we get the glory for it and the credit down here. And Jesus said, well, you better enjoy it because when you get it down here, you ain't getting it up there. Why don't you let God be dad? Aren't you tired enough just being you? Isn't it hard enough just being you? Why you got to take his spot too? Good word today. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If you won't so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, listen, I'm going to come again. I'm going to receive you into myself that where I am, there you're going to be also. You're getting you a new home. Kids, we're getting us a new home. What? Get in your own room. What? As children of God, we're whose responsibility? You've been adopted, or you ain't. Or maybe you've been adopted, but you're still calling the shots. Well, God knows how it goes. It was His blood, His responsibility, and His estate. You'd be better if you just quit trying to take part in that and let God do His job. Last one. His estate. As children of God, we're heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ in God's estate. If we're children, then we're heirs. We're heirs of God and we're joint heirs with Jesus. Keep going, Raj. We know all things work together for good. It's all His anyway. He can work things out for me. He's going to take care of me. Now and forever. We know all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. For whom He did foreknow, He did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. That's you and me, guys. Moreover, whom He did predestinate, them He called, whom He called, He justified. And whom He justified, He glorified. What should we say to these things? Say it with me. If God be what? Who be what? Crazy. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not freely give us all things? Well, I don't know if God will help me here. I don't know if God will give me that. But wait a minute. But he gave his son for you on a cross. And you think the little puny thing you're going through, as hard as it might seem in your life, you don't think that your daddy knows how to take care of you? When he gave the most precious thing for you already. A lot of that relies on you and your trust and seeing things a whole different way. <laughs> Amen. Because we're screwed up, aren't we? 
And they shall see His face, the Bible says in the book of Revelation, and His name will be in our forehead. There's not going to be night there, no need of a candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall what? For what? Your heirs and joint heirs with Jesus. Everything He has, He's placed into the, to His Son. And His Son, because of His Son, we've been made heirs of everything. That'll make you want to just bow down a little. Maybe, maybe that's why he said we need to humble ourselves and bow down. Maybe that's why we do it. Why do we bow like that? Because we're such big shots. This is a good message. <laughs> i tell you what right now. Sometimes I think I'm getting old and I'll do a message like this and go, man, that was good right there. That's God's word today. Can you say it out loud if you do? I... Here's the big one. Would you say that? I. Would you say it again? I. Now that's where the work's going to come. Because some of us, we don't know what this is. We don't know what this is. We don't know a God like this. But that's who your daddy is.